All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Me, you guys. Oh, I, all right, I so, got a moist mouth. All night long, all I dream about is like the mountains in my hair. So I'm ready to do some business. I'm ready for episode 339 of the Real Life Podcast. Tyler Remchuk, Jay, Bag Milk, Wanye. Um, it's Christmas week, so we're being super safe and we're doing it remotely, which means Wanye is wearing a robe. Yeah. And otherwise, I would like to update you on the mouse situation in oh. 2021. That alternate intro just reminded me of my life. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys that about six weeks ago, I went down in the furnace room at Wanye Manor. And what was in my remnant trap network from last summer? A mouse. They're like back. a dusty boy? Or no, no, like a brand Nubian. Fresh, a like less than a boy. Week. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's happening again. I'm going to spend another winter locked down in Mouse House. So I thought, what can I do? I got to get technology on my side. Every single outlet on the main floor and basement of Wanya Manor has a blue glowing puck plugged in that is anti mouse technology. I have enough anti mouse outlets in this house to repel most of the river valley from mice, I'm sure. And there have been no further incidents. You might get no words for that. What does this technology do? Is it just like beaming out a high frequency type noise or? Yeah. Apparently, according to the good folks at Canadian Tire, it was like, you put these in there, it makes a noise they hate. Man. And I was like, well, Science. this time last year, it was a free for all. Do you ever wonder, even though we can't hear it, what it can do to you? Yes, I do. This was going to be my question. Is I'm surrounded by these blue glowing orbs. That can't be good for me. I don't know. I, I, I often 
Wonder that. Here's my other one that's in my head right now. I got earpods or iPod. What are they called? Ear AirPods. Yeah. AirPods. They make pressure in my skull. Is that why you're not wearing them right now? Yeah, man. Because I put them in and then it's like I'm high up in a plane. And when I pull one out, it's like my ears pop. Like I'm it's coming up. Do you have the no, 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 noise cancellation ones? Yeah. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. it might but be, that can't it might be good be. for my brain to have two little pressure causing orbs in my skull. That's a good point. Damn, man. Luckily, the mouse traps are canceling it out. <laughs> well, can't can't rule that out. You're you know what a neutral. Faraday cage is, Jay? A which? A Faraday cage. A Faraday cage. So I a lot really of these wish. tech wizards, they build Faraday cages in their rooms. They put wire mesh in the drywall of their bedrooms, and it mm-hmm. kills all the um, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and cell signals. It kills everything. So if you enter a Faraday cage with a mobile device, it immediately dies. But they sleep in a uh, Wi-Fi free zone. That's interesting. Interesting. Maybe that's the play. So they it's don't sit the, on their uh, phone in bed. Nope. It's confusing. It's their fortress of solitude. Yeah, I guess. I suppose. Um, bag milk. I have a beef nope. with you right now, but I'm going to get to it Ooh. after I give some love to our friends at the HGA Group. Next generation of business services built to serve you better. They're our title sponsor. Um, we've been spending all this time setting up your audio board and your mixer. Why aren't you using it for the pod? Because mm-hmm. I can't get it to speak to my computer. Oh, we're, we're that's what I told. You, that's what I told you on Friday. I thought we had at least gotten it. Well, I also gave you one of the cables that you can go to USB with that mic, right? Oh, you're just talking about just the microphone. Yeah, I could have used just the mic. I could have. Yeah, I suppose I didn't even think about that. Ah, well, hey, better yeah. late than never, man. Exactly. <laughs> and if exactly. you don't get that joke, that is the name of Bag Milk's new podcast that is launching in January, correct? Shout out to Arcadia Brewing for coming aboard as the first sponsor. I haven't even recorded an episode. They put pressure on me. Damn. Have you, have you enjoyed a delicious Coliseum Ale, though? Not yet, but I was talking to Jared and sales and I got to go down there and grab some stuff from them. And I will be grabbing one because one of the segments I'll be doing on better late than ever is going to be stories from the rink where I'm going to encourage people to just hit me up on the voicemail or send me an email or whatever about your favorite moments from Rexall place, Rogers place, any other arena you've got. And that'll be the Coliseum mail will be kind of the sponsor of that segment. So I'm looking forward to it. All fits together, Tyler. That's a good tie-in right there. Um, So what's everyone doing with no Oilers hockey for the next forever? Well, Wanya gave me some homework tonight. I'm not going to get into it, but I've got some documentaries to watch, Tyler. Yeah, you're I'm going down the rabbit hole. Me and Bag Milk are on to the... I don't know if you ever heard of the fucking truth about (laughs) life, but Bag Milk and I are well aware of it. You may disguise it as a conspiracy theory with which you're not familiar, but we know how the world actually is working. That's odd. What do you mean? Um, I, I just wasn't expecting that sentence this early in the podcast. Um, do you believe I, in I, any conspiracy I, theories at all here? I'm checkers. The world exactly is Fox news tells you. I <laughs> saw a TikTok the other day that was like this guy and he was basically just going on about how, uh, Going on about how he doesn't believe the moon landing simply because he barely gets cell reception in his basement. And he was like, you're telling me they stream this shit from the moon like 50 years ago. There's no way if I can't send a text from my downstairs living room, how did they do that? And I'm kind of on board with that. Like, it's a worthy question. 
How? Like, it how? is highly unlikely that they would risk shooting a rocket with four little men strapped to it <laughs> in front of a worldwide live TV audience with less technology in the spaceship than you have in your car key fob. For real, there's more computing power in a car key fob that can open your doors remotely than there was in the Apollo rockets. That's fascinating. And like you said, maybe it was tape delayed. Maybe that's how they did it. Maybe these guys were already back on Earth. They just shot it up there and brought it home. I think they went into orbit. But you don't think they went to the moon? moon. Like as long as you see a rocket streak up (laughs) into the sky as a human in 1969, you've seen all you need to see to believe what's going on. Fair enough. Maybe there was no one even on that rocket. Swept well, out a little trap be. door. A little trap door. They just fell into the bottom of the truck that drove them to the bottom of the stairs. Yep. And they all I, laid in the bottom of the truck. I actually don't know if I believe that conspiracy theory. That one just popped up on my TikTok recently. So when you asked me, that's what I felt like saying. Um, if you I don't watch know. the press conference of the astronauts when they come home, they do not look like people who just returned from exactly where they said they were. They're ultra nervous. They're uber evasive. It's very strange. Well, maybe that's because they were worried about the fact that it was tape delayed coming out. Maybe that's all the conspiracy at a, is. At a minimum, probably. Right. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, it's a weird spot. The transition from off of the Oilers schedule. But uh, well, the Oilers. Well, at least I wish, is- uh, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to transition, but take it on. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't think the Oilers are playing again in this calendar year. I think. Yeah, man, let's January. talk about the moon, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's way more fun to talk about the moon than the upsetting and lack of Oilers games. That's Chalmers fair enough. Be so upset that he's not here for this episode because I actually started watching Succession, and oh, he's man. begging to find a dance partner to watch it. So I've been laying low this weekend just because it's crazy out there. And I, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna start watching Succession, and now I can talk to Chalmers about it. And now he's not. Well, here. I don't know if now you guys. I, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, I got my my schedule opened up a little bit this week, so I'm also looking for a new show. So maybe I'll watch Succession. The lesson of Succession is Kieran Culkin's agent deserves an Oscar. That's the lesson <laughs> of Succession. Where uh, the agent fuck Oscar? did this guy come from to suddenly he's, be on Succession? He's not. Uh, I'm only three episodes in, and I. I don't. I, I I I enjoy his character so far. He's a bit of a piece of shit, but I I enjoy kind of what he brings. This is why acting is such a weird industry compared to like sports. And you can literally go dormant for like fifteen years. You're Kieran Culkin. You've been going to tryouts and readings since the movie The Good Son, I think, with his brother. Yeah. And then boom, you're in succession. Keep boom. going to those tryouts, well, kids. Patience, man. He's on the cover. Do you Page. see him on SNL? Do you see him on there? Yeah. When he showed the video yeah. of himself when he was on McCully's yeah. episode, yeah. it took him 26 years to get back on stage or whatever. Uh, Keep going to those tryouts, kids. Yeah. I started, know, I started watching this show last night called Alone. I fucking love survival shows. Has anybody ever seen that? No. People go, out into the, people go out into the bush, they get 10 personal items and they go out into the bush for 90 days with nothing other than these 10 items. And there's 10 people and they're trying to buy for a prize of $500,000, but only if you make it the full 90 days. Now, if I have 10 items and there's four 
uh, One Direction albums that I'm bringing. Does that count as four items <laughs> of ten or one? Unfortunately, you just got to get the one item set. Then it's one item. No, well, well the box set and one's a CD and one Plus, you're going to need CD, a player, a CD player, <laughs> and a record player. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> all ten items of me are for both. Harry Styles like, album in a different type of music: record, cassette. You're going to need something to charge it because you got three months to get through, right? Yeah. So we yeah. need some kind a of generator. Ten things. 10 things just around one direction. So the one direction experience. Take me through some of the items. Like what's the weirdest item that we're kind of getting here. None of it's weird. It's all practical stuff. Like a a knife, an ax, uh, like a, a, what are those things called for fire? Like a flint rod or someone bring a gun. No, not allowed to bring a gun. They are allowed to bring bows and arrows though. So that Mm -hmm. would count as a, so now is it bow and arrow? Yes, bow and arrow. That distinction has been made in the first episode. That counts as one item. How many arrows? arrows? One? You're allowed four arrows. Four arrows. Interesting. Can you fish? Otherwise, you gotta you can fish, but you gotta so all these people that it's amazing how they're they like one guy found a spoon somewhere out in the out in the bush. (laughs) He didn't bring it, but he manufactured (laughs) it into a like a spool and a hook. And he ended up catching fish with it. Somebody found some string kind of like washed up on the shore, made a, a, a drop net from it for fishing. So, whoa, this is cool. Crazy. What channel is this on? It's on history, but I, yeah, I just did it on demand. So the whole season is called alone, like the bear or something, something there's 10 I'm episodes and I'm super into it. I love Yeah, Cause they, they, they move from different places in the world, right. To like try and do it. Like yep. that's how, so this that's one's in like survivor, man, this one's in, yeah, exactly. It's exactly like Survivor Man. So these people are also all filming themselves. This one, this season I'm watching is in Northern BC and it's just getting into fall. So they're also going to get a seasonal change. So I cool. love this kind of shit. I love that kind wow. of shit. That's what I thought so, yeah. Survivor was going to be when I first saw the ads for it. I thought it was actually going to be like an abandoned island. People wash up and they Robinson Crusoe this shit. I didn't realize it was well, so they, much about the hey. games. And initially had that feeling kind of right. And people are just dropping weight like crazy. But yeah. like, once you found out about like the production around it and the fact that like, it's not as like remote Hardcore. or dude. Yeah. That like, that's why I think I only made it two or three seasons. Oh no, I made it to, I made it to Africa and then literally everyone was just so Starving. dehydrated and so yeah. hot. You're yeah. literally watching people die on television. I, think that's <laughs> yeah. I tried to, I tried to watch the last season of survivor and it just, I'm not into it. This, this though alone, this is the shit because these people are out there. They're out there. This one lady, she had a bear coming up to her thing last night. So she had to launch the bear banger to get it running away. It was amazing. Is that, that one of her 10 personal items, a bear banger? Yep. She brought a bear banger as one of her Smart. personal items. Smart. I'm not even going to tell the joke that I would tell and make Jay mad. <laughs> out of respect <laughs> to the cancellation of NHL season. <laughs> yes. Bear banger makes fly. loud noise. Now, is this a shoot off of alone and naked? Because I did watch an episode of that. Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. Naked no. and a- that was a mind blowing show that they would make that. No, this is not like that at all. This is like people out there doing a contest for money. Uh, people leave for whatever reasons, kind of like naked and afraid, but they're out there by themselves. There is no camera crew with them. There's nothing. Damn. It's awesome. Les Stroud was so good on Survivor, man. Until, what did he get into? UFOs into or Bigfoot. 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 That's yeah, right. he really got into Bigfoot. But in like a weird way where he was like angry about Bigfoot or some shit and like turned everybody well, off. 
He did a uh, he did a special like a Survivor Man finds Bigfoot special, and it just got I don't know where it went from there. That was my last interaction with Les Stroud, but it got weird. Like I don't he know, quoted he people there. that people in the Bigfoot community themselves thought were terrible people to talk to, <laughs> and he like pissed off the Bigfoot believer community. I understand why like society at large dropped him, except he must have gone bananas or something. Now, a guy who has spent a lot of time surviving in the wilderness <laughs> to then yeah. go all in on Bigfoot, that's a signal of some variety. That it may be real. So, Could be. Hell, hey, like, if uh, who was going to get wind of Bigfoot, if not Les Stroud? Lived in the wilderness. My problem uh, is I've watched so much Survivor Man and Les Stroud and what's the English dude that drinks his own pee? Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. I almost feel, yeah, Harry Styles too. I almost feel overconfident that I could do at least a weekend out there, (laughs) even though I know it's a horrible idea. But I feel in my heart that I can. Ninety days, ninety days, ninety days, so long, so long. Actually, it's they're looking for a hundred days, but they keep saying ninety days, so it's in my head. Yeah, so a hundred days for five hundred grand. Wow, five grand a day. I when you said the show Survivor, man, it wasn't the show I was thinking of. But what was that show that used to be on? might have been on like OLN where the guy would compete against a contestant and they'd have to like avoid him and man tracker -tracker. and and Shane Doan was on it. Love man tracker. Man tracker was the guy on the horse. It was the best. Yeah. (laughs) He'd get you. He'd run you down in the end. He'd Uh, he'd run away from a man on the horse. Fat fucking chance. You will. I got down a TikTok wormhole of shows like that the other day. <laughs> so it was like Man Tracker and then like a bunch of Dog the Bounty Hunter clips. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That, when Dog just, the Bounty Hunter didn't catch that kid and then had to go home without having caught that kid. I think that's the end. Oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so Remember? confident, too, that he was going to so find confident. him. Yeah. He had the plane with the banner that says, like, we're about to find you, Chad, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. He never found nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he just went home. <laughs> <laughs> inglorious you never get his your last case do you if you're done yeah, you know that's the cold case that'll haunt him forever if you're a bounty hunter either end your career with the <laughs> weapon of the day embedded in you or you don't catch the last case yeah <laughs> poor old fair dog enough. fair enough he uh, had his day all right before that was a good uh, show it was a good show it's better before to have what? a day than no you're day M-Chuck? shit what do you want to talk about Actually, like the moments on Dog the Bounty Hunter that were the funniest were like when they'd finally catch him and he'd be have his like real moment with them. Be like, listen, man, you go turn your life around. You want a cigarette? <laughs> yeah, you want to smoke? <laughs> Give him all smoke. And the guy's like, like handcuffed in his Chevy, whatever. <laughs> Fucking his well, wife's light that, up the dart. <laughs> the show was about learning, but wasn't Dog canceled? Was he? Did he cancel? Was he? I, don't know. I mean, let's just say Probably. I would not be the least bit stunned. Yeah, I wouldn't. Here, I'll, I'll find this out real fast. While he's looking your M check, I'll just tell you a special Dog the Bounty Hunter story. Okay. We did a startup back in the day and we wrote ticketing software and we did the ticketing for River Cree, like that big tent. Yep. And we could see how many people bought tickets to shit through the system. Mm-hmm. And then we would see through the system, for some reason or other, we knew like this is how many people came. We could track like who paid and all this kind of shit. Dog the Bounty Hunter came one year. And like, how would Dog the Bounty Hunter solve any crimes in the tent at River Cree, you may ask yourself. He was just doing a Q&A. And we would like look at these events as we loaded them on and be like trying to guess how many people were going to pay and go and shit like that. Dog the Bounty Hunter got so much money. And Dog the Bounty Hunter was like full. Really? Q&A. Yes, man. To do a Q&A. Like 90s bands, 80s bands that went through River Cree. 
I'd be like, oh, these guys are going to draw well. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Dog the Bounty Hunter, but bloody soul, didn't sell a place out, but he was like 75% full of people who paid. Uh, a peak, I, you would have made me guess. Time. So the yeah. official statement on Dog the Bounty Hunter was it got the show got canceled. I don't know about the person for creative differences amongst okay. the dog family. He wanted real guns and they said, no, you do the paintball gun shtick and you're happy with it. And that was where the show was. Is that what he totes around his paintball guns? I think that's I've what never it was. Watched like, it. Or like pellet guns or some shit. Like he wasn't allowed to have a real gun, I don't think. And like, I thought it could because he was a bail bondsman. I thought there were a lot. Everybody going to be armed in the States. <laughs> that's what's weird. When do you ever hear the States say that he wasn't allowed to be armed? <laughs> I don't think he had a real gun. I don't think he did either. Yeah, I think that was part of the thing. Um, if I saw three yeah. black Suburbans with a bunch of guys with lit darts hop out <laughs> and giant black painted paintball guns, the, my first question wouldn't be, are those paintball guns? My no, first question would be, it's time to escape this Hawaii crack shack I'm in and escape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, are those paintball guns? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Um, before we keep going on, I'm going to revert this back to hockey and also an ad read um, because we need to give some love to our new friends at TradesLink. Connect with trades, find and hire for jobs, digital certification wallet as well. There is a ton of really interesting features here. If you work in the trades, this is a local thing as well. It's basically like LinkedIn, but specialized for trades work. TradesLink, they sponsor the TradesLink hardest worker of the week. We did have some hockey this week, so I'm going to give my hardest worker to a member of the Oilers. Last week, I was hard on Warren Fogle, so I gave him my hardest worker, and, and we made amends, and then he got on a heater after that. It was a great mm-hmm. moment. This week, I'm going to give it to Kyler Yamamoto, and uh, mm-hmm. Kyler Yamamoto, he worked his bag off on one of those Oilers goals the other day. He came back hard on a nice back check. He pr- potentially prevented a goal. Play goes back the other way, and the Oilers scored. So, Kyler Yamamoto, you've had a rough year, but you get my trades link hardest worker to make up for it and have yourself feeling good ahead of the holidays. It's really nice of you. Yep. Spreading Christmas cheer. Uh-huh. Anyone else have a hardest worker of the week? Kind of thing. I've got, uh, I've got one for, uh, I guess, the world right now, just given how COVID's just running rampant through everything. I'm going to just shout out frontline workers mm. and healthcare workers. Fair enough. They're busting their tails right now, mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. sure we are safe. Um, bonus I will also, I will also tag on that with Jay. I went and got tested this week for COVID and they made the process really simple and efficient and they were patient and they answered all the questions that um, I had. So also hardest worker goes up to the frontline workers. I made a. Hey, it's your Remchuk here in post-production. Um, we had some weird technical difficulties. So the next like 30 seconds of the podcast might not make a ton of sense. Cool. Because he's on the wrong continent. So he's what if Bigfoot has the clout? Yeah. What if Bigfoot has the clout to internally shut down investigation? Good. There's something. Hey, man, if there's a 10 foot humanoid type creature out there running around, you don't think he's got some clout? Shut cool. some shit down. Speaking Get about of Yeti, I watched an amazing documentary called 14 Peaks on Netflix. I did too. So good. Oh, my God. That guy's I, uh, Nimsy. What's his last name? Nimsy Pure. Anyways, the guy climbed. 8,000, yeah, sorry, Nermal Persia. He's, uh, he's, he's from Nepal. <laughs> that wasn't even close. Did he even and, come back down or did he get just climb and then leave? No, climb and climb back down. Like, climb back yeah, down. So, uh, yep. so he got, and he had a few like scares and one of the scares was just he was, he was, he was like kind of left alone from trying to 
I don't know, save someone or something and they got ahead of him and he kind of got mm-hmm. lost and disoriented. And yep. what happens is you can develop a, a, a situation called ACE, high altitude cerebral anema. Uh-oh. And essentially you go into a fog and he thought he saw a Yeti. And, <gasps> what it, and, and so he started hallucinating, but it actually was another lost climber that was also experiencing that, that HAC thing again. And he was just able to, just through his willpower, like, Take that guy and like walk their way, escort him back. He saved that guy base camp and himself because he and was also. Wow. He, he was thought also he was capturing a state. yeti. He initially <laughs> he thought, he thought, he thought he saw a yeti. yeti. Yeah, Wanya, you'll also like that. Uh, I don't remember which mountain he was climbing, but the day before at base camp, they really got after it with a good party before they got oh, up there. Yeah, I thought that, that was, that was hilarious. That I don't know, climbing a mountain hungover would be the thing that I'd put oh, on my shit. list, but they really got after it. For that, I see. He just flipped that whole. That was like a downtrodden, melancholy crew because they that, that whole base camp had a couple failed attempts. I think that was at K two, yeah. And they were all down. He just came in and just brought in energy and got everyone to party and drink and dance. And then uh, a bunch of them ended up. They were going to pack up and, and ended up kind of following, uh, following up the mountain and end up getting to achieve their goal of uh, summiting K two. The weird thing just, that I learned about that documentary was that the top of Mount Everest is now incredibly crowded as oh, people yeah. are trying to get up there for selfies and shit at the peak. And there's places where it's dangerous because they're moving too slow and it's causing bottlenecks. I did not like know that was hundred people. Up. There's like 400 people like lined up to try to get to the top, right? At the so, like close to the summit. So this guy took a photo of that like bottleneck towards the summit of Everest and t- posted it on social media and it went viral everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that was going on up there. The people are just I've, trying to get up I've seen that photo. That was the whole thing before that. I remember seeing that photo and that's where it came from. Wild. Wild. Yeah, that that guy, guy is... can tweet from Mount Everest and we can't get calls in, in Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh yeah. This guy's a special human. I, I I'm going to be following him from afar because he is a unit. Unbelievable. Oh my God. This picture is insane. Right? Oh yeah. How did you find it, your Amtrak? What did you look up? I googled Mount Everest peak lineup photo. Um, call it Mount. I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Yeah, on our Instagram. Maybe tweet it out too. This 100%. Is, it's yeah. just the, this is like the, the lineup for the fucking bathroom at Rogers. Oh shit! Yeah, the picture. Is <laughs> Good call, your Amtrak. But like, look at where all those people are standing on. I'll make this the header image for the article on WeatherSNation.com. But like. It is bananas that they're just waiting to get to the peak and everybody's like, do do do, gotta take your photo. Bag milk, this reminded me of uh when we went to the beaches of Thailand mm-hmm. and you see them in brochures as like these empty places with all of this like solitude and beauty. <laughs> yeah, and you get there and it's just people bumping pit bull and little speaker sets. Yeah. Selling you tiger beers. Like if you go to the beach where they filmed the beach and you're like, yeah, oh, we this did, deserted yeah. beach is like going to be so beautiful. And then oh. first of all, you see that it's not actually closed in unless you're way off to the left. And <laughs> there's just people everywhere. It wasn't that bad. There was a lot of people there. And they just, they just shut it down and reopened it. Yep. Yeah. Cause it reopened well, out. I- yeah, it just reopened because it was getting all fucked up. It was really sad. The last time I was there, it was covered in garbage. The last time I was there, oh. it was a real bummer. Yeah. Well, it's because so many people go to it. It would be cool to spend a night at that beach. I know you can. Yep. You can? Yep. You can get like little uh, camping trips out there. It'd be cool. And then you go out swimming in the bay and get bit by a shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then your buddy has to put you in a tent. Well, no, first of all. You ruin it for the whole commune. Yeah, first (laughs) of all, you fight the shark and then you live to tell the story. 
And then the you needed guy, to have your soccer scores. Yeah, the friendly Swede also tried to take on a shark and did not do so well. I've seen that movie nine thousand times. It's Nothing left to do but there. bang Tilda Swanson, Swinton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a strange, strange lady to have in that role. I always thought in that movie, she she commands authority. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she she's does. like a, either a queen or like a lizard queen in movies. Yeah, I've never that is seen kind her be her like role, huh? a fun Hooligan? kid. Like she doesn't seem like a kid in that movie in any way. No, she no, seems no, no, like Tilda like Swinton. Thirty years, yeah. Older, but think about how old her character must be in that movie. Like it couldn't be that old. There are a bunch of kids on an island. Who is this? <gasps> Tilda Swinton. She's an actress. The boss of the beach in the movie The Beach, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, starring oh. All Saints, which is one of the greatest songs of all time. Your M. Chuck, Jesus, yes, the best. Pure Shores. Your M. Chuck, these you don't know that show sure. is. You better know that song. The opening. Have you ever seen that movie, Tyler? The Beach. No, I don't watch. Have movies. you ever heard the song Pure Shores by All Saints? We write that shit down. Yep, both of those. Tell Mrs. Your check prepare to get you know what it. If I watch the first ten minutes of that movie, I need to be on a plane to go into Bangkok because I love mm-hmm. that city. Oh, I like watching I like that. To listen to that song when I'm on a boat. Yep, and like Every, cruising through water. Yep. Every single mixtape Jay made from about 1997 to 2010 contained one Pure Shores by All Saints track. Always. Every Always. We've City talked about this song before on the podcast. Well, well it's it that should, good. You're talking about more. Because it yeah, also maybe. features the soundtrack also features uh, Porcelain by Moby, which is also a slam Huge. from that one. Maybe oh, the yeah. podcast should just be about this song. Your are Every show. Every show is about Pure Shores by All Saints. Well, yeah, and we should resurrect the careers of all saints, two of which had Canadian connections. Two of the saints. Hmm. All right. Makes you wonder where Sugar Jones is in Velvet Empire these days. <laughs> they could uh, be anywhere. We're due I, for I, another I, we're due for another super group search, aren't we? Yeah. I hope the pandemic yes. when it's over, boy bands come back and there's a new one. We're we're due. We're due. Well, if BTS can yeah. take North America by storm like they did, there's appetite for boy bands and yeah, girl bands and say. people bands. I just want right. the search, though. That's what I want specifically. I yes. want the search for the boy band. So you want to launch a TV show where they search for the next big boy band? Yes, yeah, engineered or, boy bands. Yeah, or some kind of X Factor yes. scenario that results in another One Direction. Yes, that's what yeah, I'm looking like, for. One Direction was engineered by the fans and Simon Cowell in the UK. Yeah, that's all you needed back in the day was Simon Cowell's nod. Next thing you knew, you were number one. So now Harry Styles is selling out arenas and giant green pants and pearl necklaces and all kinds of weird cardigans and, and shit. I like it. And golfing with the Carolina Hurricanes that one time, which was weird. Hmm. Which is cool. It's very cool, but they just like kind of popped up and I was like, what? Which how team should he be playing with? Yeah, I'm checking. Well, it was just odd. How, like, how does that even come together? Like, is he playing a show in Carolina and someone reaches out and is like, hey, you want to go golfing with the Canes? I don't know the backstory to that photo. It's like, hey, I'm in Carolina for a myriad of reasons. Who in this town is my age and a millionaire? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh, Sebastian Ajo and Martin Natchez. All right, sure. And they're like, we it's met like, him backstage at the arena because we were going to do hockey things and he was doing hairy things. It's like they've got their own Get Trades Link app, but it's for 20-something millionaires, and that's how they mm-hmm. do it. <laughs> They're like, is anybody on my level in this city? Mm-hmm. Get Trades Link for millionaires. Yep. 
Um, Take that, I, Zane Malik. You didn't golf with the Hurricanes. Oh, Zane. 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 Zane got off. The, if, if you the, ever. JC Chazé of that. Well said. Yeah, he really is. If you ever want to have a really good in-depth One Direction discussion, you know who you got to hit up? Our resident British boy, Liam Horobin. Oh, of course. Oh, he I one imagine that's his national Die hard. Die hard. Into one oh, he is? Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. Get him going on that. Okay. But like, has okay. he followed their individual to. careers or is he just a One Direction purist? Uh, I think a little bit more of a One Direction purist, but he knows enough about all of them. Like, you sure. definitely need to bring it up with him and just listen to him go off. It's hilarious. All right. Well, next time I see him, that is on the agenda. Mm-hmm. You know they have an appetite for golf because uh, is it is it no nail? What's Nile, his Nile, name? Horan Nile, or whatever? Nile, Nile, Nile yeah. Horan. Yeah, he always caddies for Rory. How does, does he really? really? Yeah, he does it for the par three tournament at the uh, Wow. Speaking yeah. of golf, how cute was the the Tiger Woods oh. sun thing oh. over the weekend? That was yes. just great television. I watched like almost every second of it. It was awesome. And he is freakishly Woods legit. Is an how old is that kid? Gun. Yeah. How old well, is that kid? Twelve. Because he is who is legit. So and he is a fucking who, stick. Who so, is more of a sure thing, Jay? LeBron James's son, or or Tiger's kid in their respective sports? I know nothing sports. about it. Is, is LeBron Bronny? son He's number one draft pick? They project Bronny, Bronny yeah. James, man, LeBron James Jr. Oh. I don't know, man. I'd probably go. Oh, geez. I, I, I would go with Tiger Woods just because. Okay. But yeah, my, yeah, yeah. we were talking about this when I was at hockey the other day. One of my buddies told me uh, Charlie Woods, like in his age group in competitive golf in Florida, is ranked like 70th in the state. Really? Like he's not even in, like a high or whatever. Don't like, fucking worry about what? it, would be my reply. That guy was throwing darts and nailing pots. It was, and it was crazy. I don't his face like one- that. And didn't hit one drive. They off did. The fairway. Uh, they did that little. Did you guys see this little side by side mashup video where they yeah, showed uh, old Tiger mannerisms, mannerisms, and mannerisms? Yeah. It was yeah. identical. It was so adorable. Nike's like, just like jumping for joy and <laughs> yeah. waiting to sign him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are Tiger you sure for his age? I don't. Maybe seventieth, like in his group, but he's probably three age ages under it. Tiger just goes to the Masters for the last time with Charlie qualifying as an amateur, and then he misses the cut, and Charlie wins it as an amateur. And Tiger caddies for him on the weekend. Oh, mm-hmm. be the best. The torch has been passed. They they're both, both wearing Nike the swoosh. Yeah, exactly. they're both wearing Sunday red. And Phil Knight just comes out of the green on eighteen because he's so happy because <laughs> they saved the golf industry. <laughs> yeah. You guys got uh, me. True. You guys got me on shoe dog. Uh, I got a. That's my next. I know I got homework from our meeting last week to read, but that's my next book. I'm going to read a shoot up. Oh, do it's it. good, man. It's a good, good business book. Okay. This sure. from an article at the sporting news. Charlie Woods is currently playing in the hurricane junior golf tour, which is the largest junior golf tour right now. Woods is ranked 135th in the boys 11 to 13 division. Well, what do you want to tell you, Amtrak? And meanwhile, um, NBADraftRoom.com has Bronny James ranked as the 34th pick for the 2024 NBA draft. Oh, he's fallen off. I was watching the thing about him. They're like, he was a all-star high school player, some shit in grade 10. He can already dunk and shit. They had him projected higher. I think. Um, I, yeah. I, think I still believe in Charlie. Thing. He's younger than everyone still. I believe True. it. 
I think the interesting part about it is that those kids are following in their dad's footsteps. Whereas like if my dad's Paul McCartney, as an example, I don't know that I want to make music. Are you Stella McCartney in this story? I could be. I could be. I'm just saying, like, I find it interesting that their their kids are following down the same path. Like, if your dad is LeBron James or Tiger Woods, do you really want that added pressure that you have to almost live up to it in a way? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how Tiger trains Charlie differently than how Earl trains Tiger. Mm, yeah. Because he'd know, like, the best of the stuff to use and the shit to not do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And he's also worth $800 million now, which probably helps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it probably wouldn't involve a, a green side RV. Oh, uh, there's probably a green side G5 jet now that he goes for a three hour flight and lands. You can't get the Earl out of Tiger, if you know what I'm saying. Wink. Uh, the real story from that weekend of golf was John Daly and his son, John Daly what? the second. Come on. I just sent you on. I just sent you a picture in our group chat. They won the tournament, Wanye. What? Yes, yes. They dominated. And there's this there is this unbelievable picture. Look at those pants he's wearing. Oh my god. They won? Yeah. That's what oh, they're doing in the photo. The they got their belt. Highlight of John Daly's life is beating Tiger and Tiger Jr. It wasn't like, I, so I don't know a whole lot about golf, but wasn't John Daly one of those guys is just very, very naturally talented, but he didn't necessarily put in the work to take it to the next level. Isn't that the I'll story? I'll start sending you the John Daly TikToks I see all the time. It's literally yeah. him just getting like drunk and like being great. It's unreal. Cause like I've seen countless rep where he's got like darts in his mouth or he's golfing with no shoes on and shit. Like he just seems like he's out having his, having a time, you know, but being the best wasn't necessarily part of the equation. At least it seemed like I'm sending you a photo of uh, John Daly Jr. It's John Daly. <laughs> it's at this tournament and it's a oh, screenshot from the television boy. broadcast where it's John Daly and his kid. The leaderboard is up showing John Daly and his son, Team Daly, <laughs> leading and John yeah. Sr. smoking a cigarette on the course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I knew it was going to come with a peak performance meme. I knew it. But okay, this also isn't just like, like his kids apparently legit. Like I have an article up here yeah. from Bleacher no, Report. Legit. Yeah, but there's oh, an article yeah. here from Bleacher Report in 2020, August of 2020, so about 14 months ago. And the headline of it was "Get Ready for John Daly the Second. He's so freaking talented. It's stupid." Really. So so the normal protocol in these events <laughs> is they get the kid to putt first so dad can get the line. And John Daly Jr. was anchoring the putting for his dad. So his dad would always putt first and he would putt second. Wow. wow. How old is he? I'm a, is he in college? Like, is that, was that an Arizona Razorback? Like, he it kept was. wearing those. Was it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, think about this. Like, he's John 18. Daly, one and two. Oh, 18. Against 12 year old Charlie and fucked up Tiger. Oh, he barely beat Charlie's, Charlie's coming. And Tiger played really well, too. Like, all he looked great for a guy who's injured. How long ago was his accident? Like, it wasn't that long ago, was Six it? Six months. 200. Yeah, no, it's like 260 or 70. They, they references like high 200s of days ago. His last yeah. professional appearance was that that exact tournament last year. What a year. <laughs> no kidding. Can you imagine if like 10 years from now we get a scenario where it's Charlie Woods and John Daly the second going oh my like head God. to head in a tournament? In a playoff. Oh, oh yeah. And Their he's smoking darts and Charlie's like doing Navy SEAL training. <laughs> they just really embrace everything that their fathers have to offer, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Phil Knight Jr. is there. Yo, Tiger looks jacked as hell. Yeah. He 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 said all he could do was was pull-ups and bench press for a while when he was rehabbing. (laughs) It is evident. Yeah. He is jacked. Uh, Before we keep cruising along here. Some love but does to he Dorash. look like Tiger when he plays? Like, or is it like is yes. he like a readjust? Swing, yeah, swing looks the same. Like they kind of got it. Like he's he's there's so many there's so many mannerisms that are Manner, yeah, yeah. Christmas fist pump swing. His swing is absolute butter. You don't want to be putting in too much effort to things you don't have to, which is why our friends at DoorDash are here to help you out. <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> yeah, all right. I just Ding I just dong. get powering through. Uh, get through there, Charlie Woods. It. There is only maybe 11 more days left to use the promo code Oodle2021, which saves you $7 on an order of $30 or more at Oodle Noodle when you use DoorDash. So what are you waiting for? Use it every day. You can use it 10 times per account. So use it every day from now till the end of the month. Stockpile the Oodle Noodle and begin the new year by eating Oodle Noodle every single day. There Why you not? Go. There you go. Your M-Chuck. Now you're thinking. Why not? Um. Oh, there was an Oilers thing I was going to tie this all back into. Oy, oy, oy. How uh, much no. they all love butter chicken? No, it, there wasn't. Um, my my next ad read, I was already thinking of it. It was going to be, there are no Oilers games for a while, but when they are, go to fansfirst.ca and that's where you'll get your tickets to watch the action in person. Fansfirst.ca. Love them. And now we're done all the ad reads for the show. Could end it all right now. That's a lie. There's one more. I'm happy uh, Pooley Ivory is coming home. Or is yeah, that yeah, that was been, a bummer. How did bad. they do that? I thought there were rules. Yeah, I yeah, want to know he, about that too. So in my like, head, he's sitting on a plane by himself, like an absolute yes. G. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Like confirmed, totally. he just came back on a charter by himself. It would have been a, it would have been a private jet yeah. for sure, and yeah, it, like or they had to file paperwork to like make it all legit. But yeah, maybe we're learning. Maybe we don't fire people by Zoom anymore. Maybe we don't leave Bison King alone in Seattle over Christmas. Like a terrible movie on the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, because that was a real bummer when they were talking about that at the beginning of the game in Seattle. <laughs> Just like how Jesse had to stay there over Christmas or may have had to. So yeah, Mark Spector reported that last night that he was on a plane home. So I was happy to see that. Yeah. You guys want to know something like, super weird? Sure. The other day, Stoffer went on like a rant on the air about Bison King. <laughs> and he kept saying how it was super creative like over and over and then was like yeah like whoever invented bison king is super creative he knew that was us right or you yes he, he knows damn well roughly where it came from why the hell is he saying that on the air like three people dm me <laughs> he also gave zach lang like an impromptu shout out the other day i think Stoffer's starting to warm up to us 14 years in i doubt it Maybe you're maybe you're so good, your Ram check. He's starting to take us seriously. Me and him well, when we were at the hockey game on Thursday. When we were at the hockey game on Thursday, Uncle Gene was there, and Uncle Gene just walked right by all of us, then recognized your Chuck and stopped to talk to him. What? Me and Gene are yeah, me and Gene are tight. What's that hair look like in person? Oh, I imagine it's majestic. The body and the flow. Robert Plant-esque. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I, w- I want to know what it looks like untamed, though, you know? No. Because I, I, he's got body. That thing could be madness. He could be yeah. Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Or he could be a little activator boy. in there. I'd love to know what that thing looks like when he wakes up in the morning and he gets up and he's 
<laughs> I, I just imagine it is a hefty flow. I'm telling you though, that panel of Mac T, Stauffer, and Gene is the best panel I think I've ever, ever. Like I love Strutty. Don't get me wrong. He's my number one. But as of the three amigos, it is awesome. Mac T doesn't give a shit half the time. Mac just saying awesome. mean shit. It's so funny. Well, you caught yeah, kind of so like, smart too. I kind oh, of so forgot smart. also how clever Mac T is just because yeah. I haven't seen him speak in a while. And he is so sharp with what yeah. he, he's just so funny. Yeah. And he's like able to kind of, when you're on the Oilers in management, I'm sure he knows all the problems of the team better than anybody, but he's actually tasked with fixing it. Whereas now he's on the panel. You can tell he just doesn't give a shit anymore. It's so much better. Yeah. It's way better. Yep. Um, I think we'd be remiss to not give the Oilers snaps and accolades and shout outs <laughs> for that gutsy, hardworking effort of Truth. Saturday night. Oh, absolutely. Right. Great win. They legitimate well, but like they legitimately like if you look at the hits, you look at every like they just fucking took it to them. Like we missed we we're missing a lot of skill guys and a lot of key players, but like we just out efforted them and out toughness them, if these are even fucking words and terms. But like that was that was so refreshing to see because that was a game where we were behind the eight ball right from the get-go, then let two goals against us really quickly. So supremely behind the eight ball. And then literally just took it to those cracking ass hats. Yeah, because it, it wasn't Stuart Skinner's best game by any means. So to have them roar back and come back and win, that was great. Yep. Yeah. And the physicality. Fuck, we hit the shit out of them. We wore them down. I loved it. And the How others. Is... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. How is he getting all this out of the bottom six? The fuck is going on with Gullitson? No, I think Goulison. it's just them. I think it's just the Oilers snap out of a cold streak. No, they're really... on fire. Before it was Connor to Leon or nothing. Now all of a sudden, all the bottom six are starting to chip in. Like the interesting thing about the Gulletson era, quote unquote, is um, all the fancies have vastly improved. And that's just weird. I know it's probably coincidental, but it's very, very odd. I think it's coincidental because we saw them starting to play better towards the end of the losing streak. They were just playing really good teams and then they got a chance to play two bad teams and they took it to them. I think that's all that is. No props for Gullitson from Tyler. Well, no, it's not. It's not that I'm not giving props to Gullitson. I actually really like him. I think he probably should be a head coach again in the NHL someday. I just don't like the people that are taking this as like the, oh yeah, you got to fire tip it now. Look at, look at out. Look at what he's getting out of the bottom six. Look at Bogle, oh, Bogle fuck. scoring. And it's like, oh, no, Bogle is scoring. Yeah. But it's not because Dave Tippett's in COVID protocol. Like I just don't like the people who are implying that. Well, well, I also remember because- a thing that was called the battle of Alberta. I don't know if you guys remember that. Remember the battle of Alberta? It's been a minute. Why the hell are all of our coaches flames coaches all of a sudden? <laughs> both of the them. hell is going both on both what the them. hell is happening why would you put the flames in charge of the Oilers <laughs> what is happening I also wanted to give some love to the Oilers Twitter account because they were on fucking fire in that game against Seattle it was so good um, I'm just I'm happy to see that they've loosened they've loosened up on their Twitter yep. account they've allowed Yes. Uh, they've allowed the person that runs it to have some fun with it. Whereas that was not the case even last season as much or the year before. Certainly. They so had, I'm glad to see that they've loosened up. They had the moment where they clapped back at the Kraken after the Kraken were like the gold didn't count. And they were like, Oh really? Um, and then they, <laughs> they posted when Colton Sevier scored, they posted a screenshot of him getting drilled in the numbers and then him chirping the Seattle player and said, revenge is a dish best served cold. 
Um, they had another one later in the night as well, where they were like oil rises to the top of water, um, which was a jab at the Kraken as well. Um, yeah, a bunch of just really, really funny stuff from their Twitter. So I wanted to give them some that love. photo of an octopus just drowning in actual oil. Yeah. You seen they posted that year on check? No, I did not. Oh, it's so funny. Unrelated to the Kraken, but kind of related to the Kraken. I've also found myself becoming vastly very, very interested in octopi. Huh? They are, they are incredible creatures. creatures. They're well, if you want to get yourself hell, down but... a natural wormhole, read about octopus. These oh, yeah, things are incredible. They can change. Have you seen a bioluminescent octopus under what? underwater? Yeah, man, they exist. They can light up. Change colors, the whole Mesmerizing. thing. They can, es- they can escape from tanks and have. Yeah. There's yeah, plenty they open of documented up the cases. Latches and shit. Yeah. And slide out the. Uh, they basically oh. finding Nemo escaped from aquariums around the world. It's like a whole thing. It's amazing. They commandeered a car. They drove to the ferry. Yeah. yeah they order yeah. through DoorDash with their eight arms. It's incredible. <laughs> One That's of those of floral luminescent ones or whatever, Wanya, is what I. But anytime I've seen one of those is what I, if I was going to make a mental image of what Studio 54 would be, that would be kind of like the light sequence I would see is from one of the octopus. <laughs> Shout out to Octopi. They're slippery little buggers slash big giant buggers. Amazing. Very smart. Tyler, I'm giving you homework. No other game tonight. Watch my octopus teacher on Netflix. Fantastic. I have a big football game to watch because I'm on the verge of potentially winning. I'm on the verge of winning some big money. So, or I have big money on the line. I did. uh, I did this thing on DraftKings at the start of the season. It's like a best ball league. You know what a best ball league is, right, Jay? I I just learned about them. Um, I do not know what you're talking about. So it's like fantasy football. You do a fantasy draft at the start of the year, but there's no lineup changes, no adding or dropping. You draft a roster of like 25 guys. And then at the end of every week throughout the season, it just automatically puts in what your best lineup would have been, right? Your best ball. Um, so I did this one on DraftKings that was like, whatever, a couple thousand leagues of 12. So you're in like a bunch of different 12-man leagues. And after 13 weeks, if you were on the top two of your 12-man league, you advance to the next round, which is when you get slotted into a different group of 12 with a bunch of other winners. And then you get moved up again and again. And if tonight's games break right for me, I'll be in the finals. So it's the final hundred people in this best ball league. And I'd be one of them. And the top prize, which would be all based on next week's results is a hundred grand. Wow. Yeah. Cross you, pal. Yeah. So I'm going to be watching the football games tonight with a, uh, damn your check good on you. Yeah. Um, knowing my luck, I'll like miss it by a point and win the $15 consolation prize. Um, but, hey, 15 you know, bones, 15 bones, baby. 15, That's bucks, right, man. 15 bucks. Why not? Why not? Spends the same. Um, it all spends the same at Twig and Berries as well. Where if you head right now, they're doing a 12 days of Christmas thing. Bunch of really good deals over at Twig and Berries. Go check it out right now. All what right. would you rather have your Amtrak? 15 bucks or an octopus? Good question. Live. I would have nowhere to keep an octopus. You got I feel like you can, train, you can train an octopus to make you more than that $15 investment. Probably. You think so smart. Typing or something? They're very, very taxes, smart. maybe. Yeah. Taxes. Yeah. Can you imagine if you. we brought an octopus onto payroll here. It could edit all the podcasts himself. Uh, I would maybe it could do Frank's picks, but like eight games at once. Oh, he would have to. <laughs> uh, he did he the parlay. There's a joke for you. 
By the way, my dog is 21 and eight on the season in case you're wondering. That's really impressive. That was very impressive. Impressive. He's a dog. He's picking 21. There was somebody on the B cast that said that they've been betting on the money line for everything Frank does just as a fun thing. And they're up 15 units or something this year. That's nice. I don't understand. (laughs) What is that? Like is unit just refer to a bet? It's basically a way for betters to talk about how good they're doing without being like, I've won $8,000. Right. Because right. if you get away with 1000 bucks on one bet or $8,001 bets, because yeah. yes. a unit can be a dollar, $10, or $100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so that way, if you're doing units, measuring units tells you how you're doing and not because you can say I'm up $20, but if your units are a dollar, you're actually up 20 units, which is significant. And if you're up $20, but you bet $100 a game, well, then you're just pretty average. You know? Well, as somebody who's very average right now with my betting with my heart strategy, it's probably not the best. Shout out to Risky Business. I would imagine you did pretty well on uh, <laughs> on Saturday, though, against the Kraken. I didn't do bad. I didn't put a lot of bets down, though. So mm-hmm. I went more conservative just because, I mean, I looked at the lineup as I was writing the GDP and I was like, who the fuck's playing for the Oilers? So I had no idea what was going on. I nailed them on the I, comeback, actually, on the live bet. Oh, oh and I'm so mad boy. that I didn't do that. I'm so, I am too. I just, I just had, I just had a money intro. line. But the one thing I did do is I found Warren Fogel to get a point at plus 115. And given that lineup, that was a no-brainer. And you did it? Oh, yeah. Nice. I was amazed to find out Warren Fogel's had six two-goal games in the NHL. He was good in Carolina. He's not a bozo. No, not not at all. I think if he gets back to kind of just his his normal state in terms of production, people are going to love this guy because he's a bull in a china shop. What is he, 15-goal guy a year? Yeah, sure. I would I think, think that, that should be the minimum for him every season. He should get you at he least finds 15. a way to get shit done, man. Like even if he's just finishing checks or like forechecking and shit, I'm I, every shift he tries something. I swear. And when he's got his glasses on, he's incredibly. Oh handsome. my god! Don't even get me started. Incredible. Was that yeah, you that on the photo? Twitter account, Wanye? <laughs> what do you mean? Comparing him to some president or something? Oh, President <laughs> Warren Harding. <laughs> I think these these comparisons are quite obvious. How yeah. many Warrens did you look at before you found a suitable? That was the one? only other Warren I could think of was Warren G. Harding. <laughs> what about uh, what about Daddy Warren, Warren Buffett? Oh, of oh. Course. wow! I wouldn't want to compare the two greats, the goats. Warren G. Warren G. Yeah, <laughs> so Warren G. Power. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Well, Warren Harding. Anyway, that's where my head was at. The time. Uh, Ranker. There's a photo of him wearing glasses. Your M check where he's getting off the Oilers yeah. jet, and he looks like a GQ. Incredibly model. handsome. You know, I'm not going to let that shit fly without promoting his looks. Mm-hmm. Ranker.com teamed up with celebrity lists to rank the top five most famous Warrens in the world. And okay. where's Warren Fogel? One or two? Yes, exactly. This is from February of this year. Um, number one, surprisingly, actually, is Warren G. Above Warren Buffett? Above yeah, Warren, Buffett. Warren Buffett, I guess. That ain't right. Nope. Uncle Warren. Wait a minute. Are you at WarrenG.org? <laughs> number three is Warren, Warren Harding. Famous? Yeah. What? Warren Harding's up there too? Yeah. And then you got <laughs> Warren Beatty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Legend. Warren Oates. From the hell is that? Oh, how about War yeah. and Peace, the uh, album by Ice Cube? <laughs> you know, it was originally supposed to be called War, What Is It Good For? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's a Seinfeld joke. <laughs> yes. right. What a yeah, deadpan yeah, yeah. delivery you're in. <laughs> good oh, God. Very Seinfeld, it was very Seinfeldian. I like that's that. a Seinfeld that joke. joke. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, anything else? Well, there's all sorts of things we could talk about. How are we doing for time? We're uh, just under an hour here. Maybe got time for one more thing. Well, that's fine. Well, I think we're, we'll do another episode on Thursday now that we're doing this remotely, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? That's the 23rd. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we Thank should you. do. We should do one. Make it a little. Now that we're all at home, chilling, vibing, vibing, quarantining. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm locking her right negative. down. I'm, Stay I'm locking her. <laughs> <Stay in positive laughs> <laughs> I have like two more Christmas gifts that I have to go buy. And aside from that, I'm like not planning on leaving my house until I go do family stuff at Christmas. I'm just hunker down. Yeah, that's me too, man. I'm a, I did a solo Christmas last year. It was not fun. So I'm, I'm keeping her tight for the rest yeah. of the week. That's Good the, stuff. It's kind of wild out there right now. It'd be crazy. Um, but hopefully at some point here, we get the Oilers back and uh, everything will go back to a little bit of normal, but that'll be interesting. I think it's going to be announced today that the Olympics aren't happening or that the NHLers aren't going to the Olympics. That's too bad as well. But I just will man, the Olympics occur predictions, man, just do oh, what they man. did with the summer Olympics. Push it back. I should push it back. Like that should I be know. the biggest problem. The players aren't going to be there. Then, like the communist the China, are they the fans. people who push? Yeah. Who's I call just, is like, it? Yeah, that is interesting. Who is? responsible for that call i see probably because like Get i found. love the winter olympics i love them yes. I'm looking forward to yes. the skeet shooting i'm looking forward to the all that shit but the hockey the was 10 thousand meter speed skating i'll watch every fucking meter. longer i just yeah, I wish it was longer hockey without the NHLers <laughs> is just not the same push it back I would love for them to push it back. I just have. Does that mean that they have to send an alternate team of non? They have to do maybe the Spengler Cup team, team, yeah. Because the Canada pulled out of the Spengler Cup, actually, which is probably also a bit of a telling sign in all this. Uh Yes. So there is no team then going. No Spengler, no. What about the Olympics? Like, are they not sending like a midget AAA team? They'll send the Spengler team. I think. Oh shit. The Spangler Cup players are like, what if I have to quarantine in China for five weeks? Like, shut up. Get over there. <laughs> Christian Dubé. The uh, <laughs> the Spangler team or whatever it was in 2018 won bronze, didn't they? <laughs> did we Did we medal? <laughs> or did they lose in the bronze medal game? Oh, I cares. I was too busy watching the biathlon. I was super into the 100,000 meter skating that lasts a month. Man, I love all that, like the aerial freestyle, the skiing, the moguls, all that stuff. I love. Oh yeah. Or yeah, ski Canada, jumping? I can't Canada wait for ski bronze. jumping. I love ski we, jumping. Love ski jumping. We did, eh? I'm trying to see uh, who who would have been kicking around there. Um, I love the mogul team? skiing. Oh, oh uh, fantastic! Chris Kelly was on that team. Super G. They, uh, Derek Roy, maybe. The game-winning the yak goal. whisperer. The game-winning goal would have been Chris Kelly, actually. He scored the fifth oh, goal in a 6-4 victory. Um, they also got goals from Wojtek Wolski. Uh, name I haven't heard in a while. Andrew Ebbett, Derek Roy, a second one from Kelly as well, and a second one from Andrew Ebbett. Can you confirm yeah. for me that Chris Kelly is also one of the names of the guys in Crisscross? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chris <laughs> Kelly is a Crisscross half. It was spelled with a K, though, I believe. Uh, well, it was the whole Chris thing of Chris Cross. Hey, a local boy, Carl Stollery, was on that team. That'd be a good bet. Nope. I bet we You're not snag. even looking up the right thing, are you? You're no. just talking hockey. Former Oiler Rob Klinkhammer was there. 
Wanye, uh, uh, you are correct. Chris Mac Daddy Kelly, unfortunately, he is deceased. Rest in power. Uh, Chris Daddy Mac Smith. Yeah. You see, your M Jack, that's why you have to go listen to Pure Shores. Mm-hmm. All right. Put that, add that on the I'm list. I'm not wrong, work. man, because I'm yeah. not wrong. Man, shout out to Chris Cross. When shout Jermaine out. Dupree wrote the Criss Cross songs and saw them in the shopping center, he was 17 years old. Jermaine Dupree. Really? And he saw like 12 year olds with their clothes on backwards in the food court and was like, come with me. It's time to become rappers. He did it, Dan Jackson. That was one of my first ever cassette tapes that I bought off Columbia House. I unironically wore my clothes backwards for a few months at school in junior high. I did too. And then my dad yelled at me. Well, all right. I gotta, I gotta jump off here. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put a wrap on, uh, <laughs> let's put a wrap on episode 339 of the real life podcast. Shout out to our friends at the HGA group, Twingy Berries, DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, fansfirst.ca and TradesLink, Also tourism Jasper. We're doing some stuff with them coming up, hopefully in the next month or so. Have a good week. We'll talk on Thursday. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.